Yeah, that's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, we watched a little bit of the uh, the Mandalorian uh, today. Oh. Um, and I am pretty sure that they had a script for a video game. And then just decided, fuck it, it's a TV it's show. It's a TV show now, yeah. We've got a silent protagonist on a long... Now, kind of, hold on. Nearly silent. He has response lines during cutscenes, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, but mostly we have a silent, faceless protagonist who is on a really long, boring fetch quest, and then he... Trades in the rewards for that fetch quest for upgrades. Yep. To his weapons and armor. Not kidding. That's the plot. Yep. Decidedly underwhelming dialogue tree. Yeah, I think he has six lines. And the rest of it is combat encounters that seem scripted. Mm. Well, they are. I mean, yeah, they are. Yeah. Boy, that's weird. When you're playing a video game and the combat feels scripted, it's bad. When you watch a movie and the combat feels random, it's bad. <laughs> mm. This makes me want to make some weird hybrid video game where it's all AI based, but like the way that the world runs outside is all really strong artificial intelligence and like your sort of interactions with them impact the way other one the way other ones feel, but they still don't necessarily all react the same way every time. Mm. So two players playing identically will have wildly different worlds that yeah. kind of evolves itself, but the, the computational power for that isn't there, I don't think, unless Stadia wanted to pick it up and maybe, like, if you're going to stream me a game from a supercomputer, make a supercomputer game? Mm. Instead of streaming me regular games from five years ago on a supercomputer. So, yeah, how's that? Uh, Stadia is also kind of an issue. You're loving, loving, yeah, loving Google Stadia right Stadia. now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh... It's bad. <laughs> I mean, they gave you a bunch of games that are like five years old already. They didn't give me fucking anything. They gave me one game, and it's uh, Destiny 2. Which they've been giving away for free forever. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Destiny's Child. A.K.A. Halo. I mean, not. I mean, Definitely Destiny. not Halo. It's not Halo, I promise. Have you even noticed how not Halo it it's is? It's different from Halo. Because you there's... No flood yet. There's <laughs> no flood yet. There's like the enclave or, or like the the baddie town baddies or whatever. But okay. yeah, it's the same. Both of those would make good band names. Even the models are pretty close. Yeah. The river bottom nightmare bad guys. <laughs> Actually... Not sorry to, to we're still in you know opening banter, so I don't feel bad about this tangent. But I was talking to somebody about Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, and as that season is creeping up on us, do you guys remember Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? No, I sir. do, but only because I learned about it maybe a couple of years ago, and I have ah. no love for it. Okay, well, it's an old Jim Henson thing where. This otter wants to enter the battle of the bands, but he's too poor to afford a guitar. Okay. So he uh, puts a hole in the family wash tub and puts a mop handle on it with a string and makes a wash tub bass. And oh, I bet his mama was right furious about that. It causes some tension in their house. Yeah. Uh, eventually, he enters the Battle of the Bands, and he and his, his buddies put together like a really good little band. Uh, and they are defeated soundly by the Riverbottom Nightmare Band, oh. who is a like heavy metal group. 
okay. who shows up to this quaint little village uh, battle of the bands and wins, which tells me that if it, my knowledge of how battles of the band work is that that town was fucking here for it. That yeah. village was ready for some metal. Emmett Otter is not necessarily the good guy. He wanted to enter, so he stole shit to do it, while the other guy's <laughs> right. just like, was their equipment better? Yeah, but they also put on a better show. And they won the hearts and minds of that city. They were just doing their thing, and they had a cooler name. They are the democratically they had, elected better band. They had more righteous tunes. They were just better at the thing. So that whole third act where Emmett exacts his vengeance on them slowly and painfully with, right, with yeah. a knife... When he and his taped mother to a gun took is... everything out, yeah, that they had and sold it for a knife taped to a gun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I just got this image in my head of like a world where bands travel the countryside and meet in different towns for the battle of the bands. And it's literally like it's an actual battle. It's a battle, you know, musical and, you know, like combat. Riverbottom Nightmare <clears throat> Band had a venomous snake in the band. I think he played drums. Like he had snake some... play drums. Yeah, I think you'd be at a really major disadvantage. As well, he's snake. got a built-in uh, maraca, which is a percussion instrument. Mm -hmm. Depending on the snake, yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. Not a drum, though. And uh, as for how he played the other drums, he Shut did up. good. It's, it's, a, it's a puppet thing. <laughs> he did good. Uh <laughs> he's a snake that is ends that, in a hand is that why ew oh god oh I can't get that out of my head is that why Emmett Otterton is named so in the movie Zootopia it's oh, gotta probably. be right it's gotta almost be. certainly okay yeah, I never made that connection because I had never seen that Jim no. Henson thing yeah and then Emmett's mom sings this like little folk tune that people like in the battle of the bands I don't remember if she participates in the Battle of the Bands. I think she does. He does end up losing. Like, well, they were going to starve to death without the prize money. Ooh, damn. Talk about having a lot on the line. Yeah. 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 Maybe he should have just got up on the stage and, like, appealed to people instead of performing. Like, look, I know this is a Battle of the Bands, but y'all, we're dying. If you've got any money at all that you can spare, like, we'll take it. These instruments are for sale. <laughs> well, they, in in Emmett Otter 2, it's revealed that the uh, Riverbottom Nightmare Band actually does start a charity organization, the Riverbottom Nightmare Band uh, Fund, uh -huh. where they help uh, impoverished snow animals uh, survive the winter. Oh. Yeah. So they, really, they're they're just the good guys. Yeah, they're altruists. Front to back. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Emmett. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. not meant to be in a band. Mm-mm. He endangered the fund. <laughs> also, I had just assumed that everyone grows up watching Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. You know, there every are, year there are a lot of like shows like that, and everyone I always seem to come across someone who like has one I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Mouse on the motorcycle. Yeah. Mouse and the motorcycle. I'm specifically talking about Christmas stuff. Oh, okay. Or holiday stuff like that one, uh, Christmas story. I hadn't seen until I was in middle school. Had no idea. Still don't like it. Still <laughs> haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, 
I don't know. It's easy to assume that everyone's in on that thing you like. Yeah. But there's so many, like, uh, Christmas specials going back to the 60s, even. All the all the, the stop-motion animation, Rudolph and Frosty, or was yeah. that animated? I think that one was that also stop-motion. Yeah. Um, there's, all those, yeah, I grew up watching all that stuff, but like, every now and then there's something that'll come by and I'm like what are you talking about I don't I don't know what that is <laughs> do you guys stop and wonder what the musical numbers from the little mermaid would have actually sounded like underwater hmm. oh I caught you sleeping didn't I Chris no I was listening <laughs> I just am thinking about it because it would be like <laughs> and it would, it would, it would be, be super muffled and yeah, yeah. But I'm curious if anyone has actually done that. Like, I mean, you can listen to little... music underwater. Yeah, but they're playing it underwater. Yeah. So those instruments are going to sound very... Well, considering the majority of them use air. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, or some sort of uh, acoustic vibration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, probably going to... <laughs> I, I I mean, there was the famous expedition to the bottom of the sea where they went down with drumsticks and found some clams, and they were like, and they were like, it just it's not it doesn't sound right. <laughs> I did tell you guys about Sebastian the crab, right? Mm, uh, maybe yes. the voice actor for Sebastian the Crab runs a music school in Beacon, New York, and he's like a family friend. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out. Yeah, yeah. So you're related to Sebastian. Uh, I'm gonna go with yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the performer. I'm talking about the crab, lobster, crab. crab. The Sebastian he? the lobster, famously. That's that's him. <laughs> Couldn't find uh, couldn't find love, so they turned him into a lobster. Well, welcome well, to another episode of Fixers Incorporated. I'd like to get off. I'm Chris. I'm Ben, and I'm Dave. And uh, let's let's get this uh, get this thing going. Um, clackety clickety clue. That is a seaweed always green or no shit. Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> Uh, I've got great news for you, Chris. 19, through the powers of rounding up, is 5-Minute D&D. Oh, starting off with a bang. All right, then. I need you both to roll characters real quickly. Okay. And we'll get approximately five minutes of D&D. As... I, I rolled four. Okay, so you are playing four? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're just a big four? Like a, like Sesame Street like style? Sesame you're, Street. You're a four? Yeah. Okay. Well, his name is four. Mm-hmm. He is a number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he's, color is he? He's blue. Mm-hmm. He's also a... Uh, what haven't I done yet? God. We've done this a few times. He's a forelock. He's, okay, perfect. He's a forelock. Or there's got to be a better... Uh, I don't think there is. Okay. I don't think there's a better. He's a math wizard. Okay. He's a... <laughs> Like I said, I don't I don't think that there is. I don't think there's anything better than what? <laughs> <laughs> Where you been? Thinking about what I was gonna do. 
You got you got it? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start with you, Dave. What you got? I'm going to bring back a recurring character. Okay. Yep. Whoa. It's going to be Flippy Dancisk. Okay. Gnome Rogue. Flippy Dancisk, Gnome Rogue, and four, a number four. Yeah. The number four. I'm a four-lock. All right. He's a four-lock. He can do four things. Mm-hmm. Are you, uh, you got yourself a timer? Uh, it's just kind of like we're going to shoot for a brief session of D&D that doesn't stretch out, but it does need to have a concise story. The real thing of it is that it needs to be wapid file. So we're going to go for that. Wapid file, huh? Yes, wapid file. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I, I, Audience... Um, no, it's gonna Cur- get, curl it's your hand and be there. Curl your hand into a fist, pump it up and down near your crotch region, and say "wapid file." <laughs> don't pump quickly. Pump slowly while you say "wapid file." Don't uh, and don't uh, try not to think about Elmer Fudd jerking it. Um, oh shit! And don't look at and look everyone in the eye. Actually, <laughs> I hate that wabbit. All right. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> oh. I am put off my tea. <laughs> He's just having himself a wascal. I'll be back. All right. We begin. Ooh, that's will be wouldn't. I'm all hot and bothered. You find yourselves at the edge of the thickly thuckled wood, and uh, you have been told that you are to hunt the unicorn within as it has gone evil and has, instead of exuding that, like, cerulean and white energy now it's got like some purple and green smoke stuff aura around it which is obviously not great um i already have questions okay w- what what kind of wood uh it's thickly thuckled thickly okay i did yeah. hear you right it's yeah you, you okay. should know this reference and i'm disappointed in you how how should uh so the the trees are 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 thick and dense and it's it's dark and there are patches around of of dead plant life that look unnaturally uh, withered you proceed into the wood. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cool. We we will talk later. Sure. Uh, as you wander through the wood, you hear a... Which is the noise of three goblins which spring out from a bush. Oh, shit. And one, ah. of, one of them yells, Help us! The woods are bad when they used to be good and now they're bad. Help! What do you do? I, uh... No, you... Please go ahead. Also... Well, ah! A four! <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm hey yeah. Uh, well, you can go back the way we just came in, and that'll get you out of the forest. We're trying to find whatever it was did this. Roll persuasion. A, a bad acorn. I've just decided this is my character voice as the number four. That's a nineteen. Nineteen. They say. Ah, cool. Well, that's great. We're gonna skedaddle into the alive zone out of the woods. So, uh, see y'all later. Good luck being inside the woods. Thank you. Have fun. <laughs> And they, they, <laughs> Sorry about him. He's they, a four. They scamper out. Uh, it's then that you hear the the crunkling and the rumbling in of something large gaforming through the wood, and uh, you see before you the the sort of what looks like the smoldering. Something this way comes. <laughs> you you see the what looks like the smol- smoldering carcass of a big horse that is still up and walking around. And uh, it says, That is a straight up nightmare. Mm-hmm. I hate this. Uh, roll initiative. Yeah. Okay. Three. Right. No way. <laughs> I mean, 
four. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> I rolled a seven. All right. Uh, it looks like uh, Flippy Dancisk is up first. All right. Um, you said this horse is on fire? It, it's like got a smokiness to it. Its ribs are exposed, and it's got a, a big bone horn sticking out of the middle of its forehead. All right. I'm going to... Uh, charge at it and uh, use like an acrobatic somersault and land on the back of this thing. Okay, roll uh, acrobatics. Oh, that's a botch. Uh, Okay, as you leap into the air, it swings and uh, just bats you down with its horn and you take five damage. Ooh, Uh, mackerel. Ben, it is four's turn. Yeah. You, uh, uh, yeah, you can you can see the green eyes of this thing like flames that burn downward instead of up, staring you in the soul. That's spooky. Yeah. Make a, a wisdom saving throw. Oh. Ten. Ten. That'll do it. You uh, narrowly avoid being reduced to a three. <laughs> Phew. I uh, I see what he did to my friend. Friend? Are we friends? I would assume so. Okay. I see what he did to my friend, and I yell. And I uh, do an unarm attack with my forearm. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, go ahead and uh, roll for attack. Okay. That's a nat 20. Whoa, wow. Well, that is uh, five times your total body. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead, go ahead and roll damage twice. Okay. Four times. Uh, 11 and one. Okay. You do 12 damage, which is a multiple of four, so uh, it doubles to... To uh, twenty-four, hey, uh, yeah, um, and the uh, the big monster before you whinnies uh, painfully, like ouch, and now it's its turn. Uh, it charges up some kind of eldritch energy at the tip of its horn, and then its horn opens, and and uh, and out of it fires a large beam. Uh, does a twelve hit your armor class? Uh, no. How about you? You got an AC of what four? Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Very much so. Yes. Ooh, Hachi Machi! You both take nineteen damage as this whirling purple Ooh. vortex buffets you around. What kind of damage? Uh, purple. Oh yeah, I am. I am not uh, immune to purple. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that hurt a lot. Uh, Flippy. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna get up and uh, I'm gonna try and knife that horse. I'm gonna try and knife that horse. Mm-hmm, as we all do. Yep, and that's uh, eight. That's eight. Eight doesn't hit, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, that brings us back to four. Uh, I. What? What else do I. I shoot four arrows. <laughs> all right. <laughs> four arrows. Another nat 20. Holy shit. Wow. Uh, do I need to roll for all of my attacks? <laughs> just just roll once and will you count it four times? Okay. That's a big juicy six. Six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four again. Uh as nice. four arrows sink into the side of this this big uh, monstrosity, it goes. <laughs> and then it dies. And it falls over sideways with a big flap. Uh, into the the ground, and uh, it's dead. And you guys have beaten the uh, evil version of a unicorn in the woods. And then the three goblins come scampering back to you, and they say, "You've rescued us from the horrible the thing." Oh wait a minute! No, that's not him. The one we wanted you to fight is bigger. Okay, bye. And then, wait, and then what? Our, our story huh? ends. 
Oh no! I'm taking the bad unicorn horn. Okay. No. You have one un like it's unfurled a lot, like unwrapped. Yeah. Wow. And you have it. I have it. Yeah. It's like the divine beasts kind of had that. Yeah. You could probably wear it like a crown if you wanted to. Yes. Hell yeah! That's what's happening. Yeah. Uh, as you okay. as you place it on your head, you find that it does give you uh, plus one purple. Awesome. Yeah. I always wanted to be more purple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry, I don't know why I found that so funny. All right then. Uh, who wants to roll? I think Dave wants to roll. Five. Okay. That would be a client. Actually, you know what, guys? Huh. We can come back to that. I think it's time that we do some spring cleaning. We've got a few stale questions in our queue that we're just not going to get to in any serious fashion. Yeah? Yeah. Sure. Sure. You want to do some rapid fire? I could do some rapid yeah, fire. Yeah, we can do that. All yeah. right. Let's go through, I don't know. Ten. Ten or so. Ten. Wait. Can we afford that? <laughs> Nineteen. No, I don't think we're going to afford that. Not that. <laughs> About ten. Depends on how quickly we work. Um, all right, yeah, all let's right. do a rapid fire session. So I'm, yeah, I'm just going to knock off some of the... Knock off? No. I'm just going to knock out some of the uh, questions at the top of our queue here. And uh, you guys give me give me your best shit. Okay. Give me your best shit. I... How can I stop rhyming so much? I can't let a friend's sentence go unrhymed, and they've started making fun of me for it. Mm. Swallow your own tongue. Mm. Don't um... speak. I know just what you're thinking, Not only no, no, no. need Chris, your reasons. No, Don't tell it's, me, because it hurts. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Um, if you're going to do it, force yourself to do it like a, as a rap battle. Okay. Yeah. Rap battle, sure. At my public high school, there are girls' B-rooms and woman B-rooms. What is the difference? Okay, what's a B-room? Bathroom? Bathroom? Okay, not bedroom. The women's- can, can a female adult security go into the girls' BR? No, they won't fit. The women's room is bigger. The girls' room right. is smaller. This mm-hmm. is the obvious. So the girls can go into the women's, but not vice versa. Right, but okay. they will not be able to get up onto the very large, big toilets. Yeah. yeah. They'll have to poop on the floor. Yeah. Okay. What's the best way to stop craving sugar? I need some motivation or practical advice on how to cut back. Uh, Start drinking. I think that that swallow your tongue advice might come in handy again. Yes. Become a vampire. Crave blood instead. Mm. Or, um, yeah. Hmm. What else? Hmm. I like this guy. It's like a Snickers bar. (laughs) Sugar's, Sugar's tough because that's just like you just have to stop. And eventually it'll be better. Yeah, you know, unfunny answer. You could go to rehab. The uh, <laughs> you, could you could go, go to rehab. rehab. Um, <clears> I was I was gonna rehab. say those um like flavored waters are a pretty good sub mm-hmm. for soda. Mm-hmm. Like These they, Kroger sparkling waters, yeah. I love them. Yeah. All right. How can I make myself pass out? Hold your breath. Okay. Yep. Why is Minecraft good? Fortnite bad. Turn your computer off. Grammar good, question bad. I can't seem to stop biting my nails. They look awful and I want to stop. Any advice for kicking the habit? Uh, spicy nails. Spicy nails. Yeah, there's actually stuff out there that they make that makes your, uh, that if you like bite your nails, it's really, really bitter. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Other idea, flypaper gloves. 
Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You got like one week of bleeding lips, and mm-hmm. then you're not going to do that anymore. Yep. How can you attend job interviews when you're already employed? Yeah, that's a rough one. Capitalism is uh, not not equipped for this. No, it isn't. And also, pretty much no one handles this well. Yeah. Because as nope. soon as an employer, depending, finds out that you're looking, you may find yourself without a job, mm-hmm. which I think is complete shit. We got to play hey, this stupid game where it's like, keep it a secret keep that you're looking secret. for employment. Yeah. Astral right projection is my answer. Oh, perfect. Oh, hey, yeah. Perfect. Just yeah. clone yourself. Just be in both places at once. Clone yourself and do a prestige where your clone does the job interviews and then one of you dies. All right. One more. Two more. Who gets paid more, the singer or the songwriter? Singer, for sure. That's why you got so many singer songwriters. Yep. They want a bigger piece of that pie. They let's, want, yeah. Let's ask George Harrison. <laughs> right. Yeah. And finally, is a Taco Bell Verde sauce packet from 2014 still edible? I wouldn't eat the packet to begin with. Damn it. Damn it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I, tramped, I just trampled your C's there. <laughs> it might not be Verde inside anymore. Did it, did it travel to the future in a like a machine or did it do it at the regular rate of one second per second? See, now I think that you're kind of working against the spirit of our rapid fire spring cleaning. I know, I'm sorry, but this this bears exploration. <laughs> okay. When you say it's from 2014, yeah. I assume okay. you mean that it was manufactured or packaged at that point. But if a person arrives and says, I'm from the year 2014, it means that they were just there. And they mm. have stepped out of some sort of device and into our time. What if somebody's whole ability to time travel was actually just their inability to work like calendars? They just don't know what they just don't know. Yeah. They're just doing a 51st dates. I've traveled from the year 2016. I mean, that's Jerry. That's just a three year old calendar on your wall. I I just feel like if I told people I'm from 1987, uh, it's like it's misleading. Mm -hmm. It's like that is when I'm from, I suppose. I am a representative of the year 1987, though of all of the years that I've lived, that's the one I'm least equipped to tell you anything about. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. What What year are you from is an odd question for a person, and I like it. Yeah, and I'm, for a sauce pack. I'm from 1983, but don't ask me about it, because right. I don't know shit about it until about 1987. Yeah. Okay. You do my year. I'll do yours. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm from 1984, and all I can tell you about that is that I skimmed it because <laughs> I did not want to read that whole book. It it, it, was it keeps okay. trying to come back. Yeah, it keeps trying to come back. I mean, it was relevant back. then. It's, yeah, it's still relevant. Also written in like 1949 or something. It was, yeah, it was written a long while back. So now we're waiting on a client. Were you gonna say something? I was just thinking about the possibility of like finding an artifact from the future and it's a fictional account of time travel and about what the future is like from the perspective of slightly further in the future, but not as far as is in the book. And it just being like, hey. <laughs> and it's, which is the opposite of what we have now, where if you look at like Jules Verne's The Time Machine and you look at that book, like it's just, what is this fucking bizarre chair that he has that's a time machine? Right. This isn't how it's it like would you be. went to the barber and then all of a sudden poof. 
Right. A time machine will look like an egg that you get inside and then there's a flash of white light. That's what our future stuff looks like. <laughs> Not some brass contraption with, like, plush velour uh, upholstery. Right, yeah. right. And Guy Pierce sitting on it. Yeah. What that, the fuck? That shit out of here. Or it's going to look like a big hexagonal platform. One of those. Mm. If Michael Crichton's timeline is to be beli- belived, you heard me. <laughs> Belived, I mean. I belive you. That's where you, I know you're lying, but I've chosen to accept it as truth. Ooh, I kind of like that. Yeah. Just slip that into the vernacular. That's a legitimate political stance right now. Yeah. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck, is. Yeah. Do you ever have imaginary arguments with a person in your head? Oh, yeah. Is that what All happened to you just now? No, 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 no. But this is a thought from previously that's related. Okay. Uh, I like to pretend that when I get stuck in an imaginary argument with someone in my head, that what I'm doing is actually getting a little glimpse of my own consciousness that's filtering into another reality where I'm having that argument <laughs> and really showing them what's what. And I'm like, yeah, alternate reality me. He's got that <laughs> shit on lock. He had ready responses for everything that they said. That dude is a genius. And then I get to the front of the line, and they're like, do you have your Kroger card? And I'm like, "Huh? Oh, uh, yeah. sorry, I should have had this out by now. I was distracted. Boop. Also, they say Kroger's card, which infuriates me because they work there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely have, like, I definitely chew out uh, imaginary people, like, based on issues or things that I'm dealing with on a regular basis that to me seem stupid and easily fixed, but never will be. I think this is why deck builder games are popular. It Because like, okay, so what he's going to do is he's going to throw out a Dragon Force level 9 card, but he's not going to know that I've already got... Steven's giant fist as my next card <laughs> and that'll counter his blue gravy town attack and so then he'll have to try to counter and he's gonna bring out a scarecrow surprise and then that's not gonna work because then my next card is a yellow energy and that's gonna show him what's what and it like that's how deck builders work is uh-huh. just having an imaginary argument with another person <laughs> and then putting your imaginary argument up against theirs and then finding out how bad it is. Yeah. And then just being like, fuck, I'm stupid. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and I like I wanna I wanna do that. Like we just have like a topic appear on a board, right? Ooh, okay. I think I'm workshopping a segment. Okay. Okay. This is exciting. This just developed. Watching it happen. We we have we this is a random word generator segment. Hey, okay. hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Hey. Dude, this might be a I minute. Know. Shut up. I know. Just give us like five more minutes, okay? I'm sorry. I'm on a ramble. Okay? That's better. Thank you. Okay. Okay. It's a random word generator that gives us a topic to debate. All right. And then we each take a couple minutes while like uh, we have like a, a generic sort of Jeopardy music, like the do 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 Participants are working on their answers. Do do. You know that? And then uh, those are the words. Um. I, we, I never knew there were lyrics to the Jeopardy song. We fill out 10 flashcards each that we put into a deck to argue our points about this topic. Mm-hmm. And then we have to try to like flip through our deck and counter argue with each other using the cards that we have. 
<laughs> like possibly even randomly generating words on the cards and having to build our arguments about the topic with the cards. It's a little complicated, but I promise you it's very, very simple in practice. Yeah, you just need some, like, three-by-fives to jot some shit right. down Which on. I have a shit bunch of upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's give it a shot. Do we, want to, do we want to try it after this client? Uh, We don't have to do it today, but if you think that we should. I mean. Strike while the iron's hot. We, get, we got segments to replace, man. That's true. If one of those comes up. We'll, okay. we'll we'll take I'll a run upstairs and get take the cards. a little run the tape break and yeah. grab some cards. Oh, what? Huh? Oh my god! You guys left me out there this whole fucking time. Sorry. Hey man. Yeah. You even like that was a shit apology. What are you guys doing in here? Um, oh, we, we were, were looking at. Uh, we were just talking porn. about how nervous we were to. <laughs> Look at all this to porn. Look yes. at, <laughs> wow. I don't. What, what? I had to pivot in, in mid sentence. Ben's joke was better. <laughs> I don't know why that was my go to excuse. I don't. All right. I don't see any porn, but whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. Porno. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to go to work. Just like, hey, sorry for sorry, being late. late. I was just I was beating the shit out of my wiener. So, you know. <laughs> my bad. Sorry, I'm an hour and a half behind. I was I was actually gonna say if you just leave it at the word porno, you can let them fill in the rest. So like maybe you were in the porno. Porno what? I had a shoot. <laughs> sorry, I'm late. That's why porno. the smell. All right. Anyways. Uh, oh right. Your thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My thing. What's up with your thing? Yeah, so my dad is trying to get my mom's dog accidentally killed by coyotes. Uh, he doesn't like the dog, uh, so he lets it outside on purpose, and we all know there are coyotes around. And uh, we even bought, like, a, a bite-proof, like, tube to put the dog in. Yeah? Uh, Tell me about this tube. Yeah, I want to hear more it's about like this a, tube. It's like a Kevlar vest kind of a thing, you know? Oh, I, so, but it's a tube because of how... Like, because of how a dog's made. Right, so like a shirt. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, Coyote-proof shirt tube. Honey, vest. have you seen my favorite tube? <laughs> but, so we bought Sorry, that. Buddy. Dad's saying that we need to send it, like, take it back. It was a waste of money. <clears throat> and I'm just, I'm pretty sure he's trying to get the dog killed. How do I... How do I handle this? Well, there's a there's a few avenues that you can take. Um, the first one that comes to mind for me is obviously defense training for your dog. Yes, teach your dog dog karate. Dog, dog foo, mm-hmm. which is a, a manga I was gonna write. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it, I'll get into it sometime, but not right. It's it's long winded. Okay, all right. It's about a man who turns into a dog and then they have teaches dogs karate. So they have dog karate awesome. classes. I'm sure they do somewhere. I you might have to invent and then teach dog karate to your dog. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. There are, there, there are dogs that have better health care than humans in this country. I'm quite confident that somewhere some fucking asshole is teaching dog self defense. Some, some dog CrossFit. Yeah. So you guys don't know for sure. I'm oh man, I'm like Ninety. If okay, if there is sure. dog karate, name three moves. To be fair, you only paid. <laughs> you only paid for the suppositional tier 
of aid. You did not pay the full price for real actionable help. You have paid for for supposition and conjecture. Certitude is well, okay. So sure, platinum members. (laughs) Whatever. It's you know, it's what I had. It's my allowance. You're getting some bronze level service, my friend. Well, my dog's a real small dog, so I don't know how well it's going to do against big dogs. That's why it's dog karate. You use the attacker's energy against them. You're worried about coyotes, though. Yeah. I mean, they're not that big. Uh, I mean, these guys are pretty big. Maybe we're talking about wolves. I don't know. But they're, yeah, coyotes. What you do is you, you, like, tattoo on the side of your dog uh, wolves heads with X's over them just down the side of your dog, like, so it looks like a kill count. Okay, a kill count, yeah, I like that. That's pretty simple. Some posture. Just do that with some marker or something. Mm -hmm. This is good. This is real good. Um... Get you buy your dog a gun. Let's just cut to the chase here. Second dog amendment. Mm-hmm. The right to keep and dog arms. Yeah. Now, how does a dog operate a gun? You might ask, and the answer is very simple. It's bark activated. Oh shit, dude! Wow. Can you imagine? Yeah, bark activated. I mean, hopefully you'll train your dog not to bark unless they mean it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't bark at anything that you do not intend to destroy, which I think is how dogs work already anyway. Uh, I don't know. My dog barks Well, that's at, a lot like, better than what I had in mind. <laughs> what did you have in mind? Oh, I was going to try and lure my dad out when the coyotes are around mm. and ha- see how he dealt with it. Okay. Mm. Does he have a uh, defensive tube? He probably No. Just, probably mm. just calls for the dog. But he is a karate master. Okay. Well, does karate work on dogs? I don't know. Let me let me see something here real quick. Yeah, okay. On, sorry. Is it got to be dog on dog karate? Okay, Google. Does karate work on dogs? Here are some results from a search. Can you use martial arts against an animal from Quora? Very reputable website Quora. Mm. <clears throat> wow, this has kind of turned into a question inside a question. Kind of. Yes, and as someone else replied, uh Masayama was famous for his use on bulls. This is true. He would karate chop a bull. As I remember, the bulls were a bit old, and his technique involved some gripping of the horns as well as a strike slash chops that broke off the horns. And mostly killing them beforehand. This sport sounds more like animal cruelty to me. Yeah, you're beating up an animal. As for defensive use, another post gave a link to defense against dogs. Dog encounters are very common. Uh, well, uh, this is very long-winded. Point is, if you punch or kick a dog, yeah, it's going to yeah, get it's going to work. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's good to know uh, that martial arts. Do well, in I kind of feel on like dogs. one full-grown man is going to have more luck against coyotes than a little dog. What the hell is going on now? Hey, hey, everybody! Hey, How are I, you? Uh, heard you needed a little help with uh, defense against a wild dog or a coyote. <clears throat> Tramp. Tramp. That's right, it's me, Tramp McGramp. Tucum Carry, New Mexico. 88401. 88401. Yeah. Uh see now dog punching is a crime. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but I would yeah. Coyote punching? But if you go to my patented school for dog karate, I'll teach you the dog lock. The dog block. The dogger cut. <laughs> Bark sweep. And dog punch, but that one's... <laughs> That's the second dog punch. Um, That one's... uh, no, Don't use it. Just pro- You have to sign a waiver that says you won't... You can learn the dog punch, you just can't you use... cannot use it. The decorative karate move. Right. 
Just like having a cannon in your house. You can have it. You can't use it. You can learn this karate move. It is for decoration purposes only. You're actually a dog. I am. Okay. The thing that he said when he first arrived here is that he is a man in a dog shit. I am a ketopomorphized man. Yeah. Not an anthropomorphized dog. That's where you put. So he's a man. A human face on a dog. I'm a dog face on what's essentially a big furry human Mm -hmm. with a tail and a. Yeah. And a bomber jacket. Yeah. Some aviators. Oh, yes. And uh, cigarettes. Yes, no pants. Daffy ducking it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Well, all right. So I guess I'll just send my dog to Tramp McGramp's Doggy style karate school. Oh my god! Don't That's right. send him to that it school. Is, it is called doggy style. I don't know how you guessed it, but you did. <laughs> All right, great. Well, that's probably better than coyotes me eating my dad. So it depends on how you feel about your dad. Well, not great right now, but hey, it might pass. Tramagram's so, dog so karate school. Tramagram's dog karate school. Mm-hmm. When your best friend needs to learn to play rough. Thank you, Tramp. Thank you, Tramp. Anyways, you guys got any uh that stuff? Not today. Around what, bacon? Mm-mm. I mean, I could go for a... Mm. You're just looking for your own sausage. Look, I just need a hit. I'm going to go. <laughs> That's actually... That, that dude worked. was doing bumps in the hallway. Bacon bumps. That actually works out really well because I didn't have any bacon. We've established I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> For now. For bacon. Do you think that if you just held up an invisible joint and pretended to light it in front of Tramp, he would get excited and then like chase it if you threw nothing? <laughs> yeah, I, th- I yeah. think that would probably work. Dogs are stupid. Dogs are so dumb. Ah, dogs. Wow, that was interesting. I have rolled a two. Which one is the two? Well, um, remember that rule of rounding that got us a 19 into a five-minute D&D? Is yeah. that a one? It works the other way as well, and I've huh. just rolled a critical failure. Uh-oh. And uh, that means that uh, <laughs> uh, you are charmed by the next client. So be it. That's Yeah, that's what it is now. So I guess... We need a client. Nope, I rolled an even, so that's going to be an email. Okay. <laughs> I'm charmed by this email. <laughs> God, I love this email. Oh, it's so good. What's the username? Oh, that's really good. It's just your name with an underscore. I don't think so. I think that's got to be a client. It only triggers for a client. This is punishment. Okay. No, you can read the email. It's just whenever a client happens. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's just going to happen the next time we have a client. Which may not even happen today. It may not. All right. This one's on a little bit slightly different track for us. Not something that we've really discussed at length before. Okay. It's a little more. I find that hard to believe. Okay. I'm I'm trying to work us up to this because I feel like this is a big leap for us, for our group. Practical reality. Right? Okay. Tips for moving in with a significant other. I'm moving in with my boyfriend of three years. 
I love him and we're excited, but this is my first time living with an SO. Any tips or words of wisdom? Mm. Get a bunch of painter's tape. Yes. Tape off a line exactly down the center of the, the entire place. Push all of your stuff on one side of the line and all their stuff on the other side of the line and then declare it a kind of demilitarized zone thing. Mm-hmm. But leave one of those big double get-along shirts right there in the middle as a peace offering that either of you can crawl into submissively at any point when you want the feud to end. But I say you just get the feud out of the way and just start a fight immediately. Oh, Instead really? of waiting for it okay. to come. Yeah. Provoke a feud. Yeah, just BYOF. Mm-hmm. Bring your own feud. I think that if you have your own silverware and plates and cups and washing machine, (laughs) then all you have to do is, okay, scratch that. Bad idea. Stupid. Don't even bring it up. Why would you talk about that? Where do the problems with living with a significant other originate? I'm assuming it's it's like division of labor, right? Upkeep of the house. Yeah. Yeah. Who does what chores? Money problems. Yeah. You know, yeah. rat infestation in the basement. Okay. I I I have a power move. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Let me see it. You dress up in white grease paint and, uh, like, old, torn up and burned silk uh, clothes from the Victorian era. Okay. And you just start showing up in the middle of the night and waking them up with weird wooing noises. Sure. And then run out of the house as soon as you see that they've seen you. Do this off and on for, like, a year. Eventually, they will move out of the house. You move in the house. Now you invite them to move in with you, and now it's your house that they're moving into, and you make the rules. That's a move. You scooby-doo that son of a bitch. (laughs) I think it it sounds like the solution, then, is that you need to be the one calling all of the shots. That's why it's called a power move. Yeah. Yeah. This... Okay. Yeah, otherwise, there's you you could do the opposite and do a deference move. Where you move in, but you very sheepishly try to occupy the smallest corner you can get yourself into until they feel bad and invite you into the rest of the house. Okay. And they remember that deference and they're like, that was so sweet and weird. (laughs) I really love the idea of you just like pick a corner and you're just in that corner. And when they walk by, you just kind of whimper and duck down. You have one of those little... (laughs) Yeah, those little yellow play school children's chairs. Yeah. And you just sit in it and you like just flip through your phone and you're like, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for letting me live here. (laughs) Just squish down all teeny tiny into that corner as best you're able. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, Uh, I can tell you guys are uncomfortable with with doling out real advice for real situations. So I'm... I've never gotten been in a relationship that's gotten to that point, so I don't really have any practical advice to give. All right, that's, that's fair. That's really what that's it fair. comes down to. <laughs> I would say that just being open 
with things and when something is getting under your skin, letting them know rather than letting it fester, that would be a genuine piece of advice. Sure. I think that's pretty much across the board. Mm-hmm. Good, good idea. And yeah, kind of going with what Chris said initially, just get it all out in the front. Mm-hmm. Pick out the things about them that you know are going to bother you down the road, even if they don't bother you right now, and tell them that you hate them for that. Mm-hmm. So right after you move in the last heavy chair, <laughs> you look them dead in the eye and be like, if I catch you picking your nose one more fucking time, I swear to God, I'm going to beat you to death. And they're like, but I don't pick my nose. And you're like, you're gonna. I, I know just, you're gonna. It's gonna happen. And if I ever see it again for the first time, it's t- I'm just going to blow up. And here, I need to insert, I think we need to talk about the little brief tangent PSA. Picking your nose. Sometimes you have to. Yeah. I There's don't, just I don't no think way around avoidable. it. We I, need to establish some rules. Lay something down so that people can get that shit out their schnoz without like just being miserable for the day. I've wanted to do a Snapchat series for a while that I don't have the balls to do where I pull up next to people at red lights when they're picking their nose, film it, and just yell, Today on Nose Pick Theater! Because... And that would go a long way to, yeah. to desensitize people to it. Yeah, but you the know, person in the pickup truck next to me is going to shoot a gun through my window. Maybe not. There was Maybe one not. guy today specifically that would have probably shot us. I don't think that that son of a bitch would have shot anybody. I think he was way too insecure to actually like level a weapon at someone. Yeah? Right. Yeah. That guy was a, a... He did the thing where like he yelled something maybe at us? Couldn't tell or imagine what it would have been for. <laughs> By the time you turned to see where it's coming from, he's like well, not looking Well, I anymore. turned and looked and he looked right at me, but only briefly before very quickly darting his eyes away. Okay. Uh... A move which I will not do. Uh, if if someone yells at me, I look at them and I look at them, and I just I, there's not like an angry look that I give them. Usually, just a. You have my full attention now. Yep. Use it carefully. Now it is your turn to blink. Mm, I need to feel this. I need this power in my day, so I'm not going to look away. And then they always look away. But this guy, he got a full block and two lanes over away. Before giving maybe us the finger. No, I'm pretty sure it was someone else. Yeah? Yeah. I. It's not worth going further into, really. It's just. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Yeah, screw that guy. And as we both. he's in a ditch. As we both know, he accidentally did a triple backflip with his car. A backflip, too, not a front flip. It was. He, like, spun around backward and then hit something and flipped end over end. Oh, wild. Yeah. And, uh,. He's gone forever. Yeah, and uh, his car fell into a compactor, and he got squished into a cube. Damn. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably a listener. If if you are out there, send us an email and, and apologize to my friends. I think this person still has a Nokia touch-tone phone. Send like, us a voicemail. He didn't even get the poetic justice. <laughs> Wait, of, can that one do voicemail? Maybe. He didn't get the poetic justice of just his middle finger hand sticking out like the Terminator. No, it was both arms sticking out both sides of the cube in kind of a shrug. <laughs> so I think that there needs to be a designated spot within public buildings where it's okay. I'm in the nose picking circle. I think it's the bathroom. Yeah, I think it's just the bathroom. Bathroom makes sense, but what if the bathroom's occupied? And it's it's one of those situations where there's well, 
There's Look, only one bathroom find somewhere for where people aren't. You just stand at the sink. And you go pick, ahead. You pick your nose at the sink and then wash your hands. Okay. Yeah. But this is like, and I know that sounds strange, but it's just like, all right, if you go into the bathroom and you're standing next to somebody else and you just fart, it still feels the same weird as it would feel to fart anywhere else, but it's like... This is where I do Where this. the fuck? This is where this happens. Like, you just, where, go, this you is, just go, oh, I was saving that for the elevator. This is the part of the building where I go to release things from my lower half. <laughs> like, fuck well, you, I'm farting in here. I'm picking my nose, too. It's the bathroom. Yeah, I was going to say, right. not just lower half by the yeah. time we're done with it. If I was going to put contacts in, I'd probably do it in here, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. This is where you do body stuff. It should just be called the body room, where you go mm. along. You, like, you're just allowed to name. expose your body and do body stuff in there <laughs> that you need to do. Like, most of it. Yep. Sounds, sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Sure. Sounds, I just want to change the good. culture from this, like, dumb, shame-based, everything-is-wrong culture to be like, hey, human being over there, I see you. I know your experience, because I have all of it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've just realized there's one real, like, nitpicky semantic thing that I might call people out on. What's that? Ever I'm out in a public place and there's a sign that says bathroom instead of restroom, I should point out there's no bath. <laughs> right? What are you I'm doing? Not, I'm not taking a rest in I'm there either. Also, not either. resting. It's not a. There's no no bed or cot or hammock in yeah. here. I'm I'm taking it like a power <sighs> shit, man. Like I'm gonna get yeah. Like there's no there's nothing restful about pooping in a public restroom. I'm just dumping zone. There right. you go. That, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to mush that shit out. Like I'm trying to like play with one of those Play-Doh shavers. This is like, not rest. Putting some pressure on. I'm trying to kill myself Elvis style in there. Men's room, ladies' room, that works. Lavatory, powder room, mm-hmm. washroom. Now let's talk about lavatory, because... Uh, there ain't no lava in there either. Nope. Are you proud of yourselves? Never have I been. But what does the the lava part of lavatory actually mean? I don't know. Do you want me to look up the etymology of lavatory? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is not what this website does. <laughs> stand by. Stand by you? Yeah, stand by me. Okay. Uh, late Latin lavatorium, place for washing. So it's washroom. Yeah. Lavat. Yeah. To wash. I figured it was probably something like that. But What does PIE stand for? Something English, probably. Proto-Indo-European. Oh, okay. Not that. Yeah. That's where Lou comes from, L-E-U-E, in the Lou to wash. Mm. Well, well, that was really exciting. I'm glad we learned that just yeah, now. It, it's it's called the uh, well. I mean, I think shitter is maybe one of the less elegant but more accurate yeah. uh, variations that we've developed. Yes, sir. You guys, you guys will head. be happy to know that there are ads on this website for um, diamond rings, which whatever. But then there's another one for the squatty potty, mm. because I'm looking up lavatory on this etymology right, website. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And it's like obviously, well, it's you obviously concerned. you're here because you need to poop. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, what's another word for bathroom? I need to shop for a squatty potty. <laughs> I need to use something, and I can't figure out what. <laughs> I need as many words as possible to figure out what to call this thing. Hey, where's your uh, uh, uh? Oh no. <laughs> Powder room. Oh, we don't call it that anymore. I speak this language. 
are we good on all of that now? Yeah, I think we we sorted that out. Okay. If you want to have a help, healthy, happy relationship with the person that you share a home with, pick your nose in the bathroom and don't listen to us, except for the nose picking. And in the don't bathroom. drive like my brother. And don't drive like my brother. <laughs> This is NPR. I just wish there had been a third voice one time where it's like, and don't drive like my brothers. And they're and like, whoa, not, there's someone in here. And do not operate the vehicle in the manner of my brethren. <laughs> Click and clack and Satan. <laughs> Cars above. <laughs> this is our third brother, Kazabub. Do not Hello. operate the motor vehicle. Change your wipers in the spring. We don't talk about it much. It sounds as though the flywheel has come loose, and you're going to need to tighten it before you drive on the highway again. He generally makes people uneasy, and so we don't let him on the show very often. The Ain't Maz- that right, Satan? The Mazda 3 had a recall in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> was, it more, was it more of a... Kind of a sound or a which one? I have a feeling like cars above is like a gremlin. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, he probably drives a gremlin. Yeah, no, is a gremlin like the car? Mm. That makes sense. I I don't know. If anything, I think he would be like a like a four wheeler with like flame decals and shit. Mm. I don't know tinted windows. There's like if you open the doors, there's just a fire in the driver's seat, and that's what's driving it is fire. <laughs> a four wheeler with tinted windows, or a eighteen wheeler, not a four wheeler. Oh, okay, oh, Jesus okay. Christ! I was thinking no, about an ATV that's, that's got windows. Yeah. Sorry, that that four really messed up my idea of how much four is earlier. Oh, right, yeah, right. no, totally. It was, it was totally. too, yeah, too was... much four. Mm-hmm. Now I can't understand the concept anymore. Yeah, you should give it some forethought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guys, is let's, NPR. <laughs> this is NPR. What were you gonna say, guys? Let's. I don't remember anymore. Were you calling us guy sluts? Because that's not nice. I or... was calling you geyslets, which are a, the uh, the offspring of a of a Polynesian bird. Oh, I thought they were very small geysers. Y- they yes, that's better than the thing I said. <laughs> <laughs> It's just called a water fountain, all right? Yeah, all right, all right. So what do you want, Chris? What do I want? Yeah, what do you want? What you, what you, what you love. want? You want love? Yeah. I love you. Aw. So we want to wrap it up? We dunskies? Mm. I think that we're we're pretty much there, but I, I really, really feel driven to playtest imaginary arguments. Yeah, all right. Let's yeah. give it a shot. Let me grab those cards. BRB. Right. Okay. All right. For the first round, Dave, heads or tails? Heads. I also choose heads. You may not. Dave has chosen first. He chose heads. Dave, the topic is yard. Would you like for or against? Um, I'm going to go with four. Okay. Choose your card. Ben, you are arguing against the idea... Of yard. yard, and I gotta choose one card to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. To argue I why? I, I think I get it now. Why yard is bad? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. You Perfect. To, your your argument has to be based around the word on your card. Yes, I get it. Cool. Okay. Cool. Nice. 
Excellent. Super. All right. The inaugural round of imaginary arguments. No, you shut up too, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Dave, you won the coin flip. Yep. My word is heavenly. Okay. You have one minute to argue in favor of yard. I will cut you off at a minute and hand uh, control of the floor over to Dave, to Ben, from Dave. You're gonna from China choke. with love. You're going to choke, Dave. Mm-hmm. No, no, uh, no intimidating the witness. The witness? <laughs> Dave. Begin. Okay, so I posit that there really isn't anything better than a perfectly manicured yard. It, it shows the amount of work that you put into uh, one it and also potentially the rest of your life and uh, typically signifies that you're an organized and reasonable person. Well, reasonable maybe may be a stretch, but organized. Dave, I have paused your time. On the grounds that I feel personally attacked. Oh, sorry. Uh, you, you may now continue. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's also a direct reflection of any styles or tastes that you may have. Flowers, colors, etc. Stonework. Or uh, uh, lava rock. What is, what is any of this? I'm sorry, so my turn. Uh, That's it. You do not have the floor, Ben. Dave has the floor. Dave, do you wish to yield? I'll yield my my time. Very well. Thank you for your candor. Ben, you now have one minute to argue against the idea of yard. All right. You may begin. When? Uh, Three seconds ago. Seriously? Three seconds ago? Yeah, six. Oh, my God. This is insane. Okay. Well, um, honestly, I didn't really see a lot that had to do with heavenly in your argument. Um, you made some good points. However, I don't think that there's anything especially heavenly about a yard. However, I do want to point out one serious problem with yards, and that is growth. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this about yards, but they have things in them, and those things grow. And those things are called grasses, right? And if you're not on top of your yard 24-7, you're going to have growth. You're going to have fucking growth everywhere your trees are going to be growing through your your windows into your baby's crib and that's bad you're going to have like yard trimmings not trimmings because of the that's growth. all the time are you shitting me that was one minute I'm, I'm afraid you're out of time oh why did i waste so much time at the beginning i didn't think i was gonna have anything to say as the moderator dave uh, I'm afraid I do have to agree. Uh, the the word heavenly and the idea of heavenly did not uh, did not f- uh, appear quite quite much in your arguments. Um, additionally, uh, you made me feel very uncomfortable with the <laughs> message that my shitty yard sends. Um, oh, I get it now. Uh, ben, I uh-huh. feel like there's bias in the moderator. <laughs> While you were reticent to 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 begin, uh, and you did run slightly over time and protested when you had run out of time, uh, I do not appreciate your candor. Um, <laughs> however, I do feel that you made a much greater effort to adhere to the the rule of law and include the word growth in your arguments. So I do appreciate your candor for that, and uh, award you one point. Hell's yeah! Ben wins round one. Uh, Ben, it is yeah. your turn to choose for or against. 
Uh, four. Four. All right. You are arguing for the idea of drain. Drain. Okay. Perfect. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, gentlemen, wait. the topic is drain. <laughs> Choose your cards. You may not use the same card twice. You do need to discard your, your first card. Okay. I think I've got this. All right. Uh, ben, you will be beginning. You will be beginning. <laughs> Sorry, that's not supposed to be the funny part. <laughs> I would remind the gentleman not to laugh at the moderator, as his decisions are very biased. <laughs> I see. Uh, Is that why you wanted to do this bit? Because you can't be laughed at during it? Your time begins now. Oh, I see. Well, um, the thing is that drains... When you've got a body of water, say a basin, right? Mm. The word is basin. And when you need to empty that basin, are you going to grab a bucket and scoop it out a little bit at a time? No, you're going to use a drain. Drains are obviously wonderful for this. Um, that's all I've got. <laughs> Would you like to yield the rest of your time? You know what? No, I'm gonna filibuster. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just keep going. And what will you do with your buster once you've filled it? I, I'm going to drain it into mm. a basin, mm. because that's, that's really. I don't have anywhere else to go with that. It's, I see. It's broken on a comedic level. All right. Well, I thank you for your candor. <laughs> and I just mean that card in particular. The I'm having fun overall. <laughs> The chair will now recognize Dave. Dave, you are arguing against the idea of drain. What is your card? Uh, my word is paste. Paste. Yeah. Okay. I was afraid of this. Your minute begins now. Okay, so the biggest issue against drains in my mind is all the stuff. It just gets in there and clogs it up and creates this terrible... It could be body part paste. It could be oh. it could be food paste or fat that is congealed in there and clogged the whole thing up. Now you've got this huge, terrible mess of like rotting, fetid food or oil or whatever. And yeah. now you've got essentially a plug basin with water all over the floor. Is that all? That is all. That is all. All right. Would you like to yield the rest of your time? Yep. All right. I thank you for your candor. Floor route now recognizes the chair, uh, who also is recognized by himself, and he's me. Uh, You're the chair? Yes. The chair now recognizes the chair. Uh, ben, uh, your argument was, was concise. Uh, it, it made sure sense to, to tie drain into, uh, into basin. Um, Dave, I think that you were given the more challenging card, and, and I think you, you took the more challenging card, uh, and that counts for something. Um, additionally, I am impressed by your willingness to implicate yourself in a murder. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to have to award this point to Dave. <laughs> Woo! Mm-hmm. Uh, round three. Uh, Dave, it's your turn to choose for or against. The word is Achiever. All right. The topic is achiever. Would you prefer for or against? I'm going to go with um, against. Against. All right. <laughs> ben, you will be arguing for achiever. Okay. Dave, have you selected your card? I have. All right. 
Dave, your time begins now. Okay, the word that I chose is disagreeable. Uh, nine times out of ten achievers also tend to be somewhat of a know-it-all. And uh, typically are... Um, shit. Disagreeable folks to what may, might be modern colloquialisms for like regular people that may not be as educated as they are. Um, they also seem to have an air of... Um, I don't know, general superiority over others, and I just don't really agree with that. Mm. There's a very much like a, a bootstraps, you know, lift yourself up, pick yourself up by your own bootstraps kind of mentality that I don't think makes sense or uh, anything. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I'm just rambling at this point. Okay. Would you like to yield the rest of your time? Yep. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> the floor recognizes... Me, the chair, and the chair recognizes Ben over there. A little bit of a rhyme for you. Ben, hmm? you are arguing in favor of Achiever. What is your card? Ah, well, I have a card that makes a lot of good sense, and so I chose to ignore that one and instead have chosen Trouble. Trouble. Mm -hmm. All right. You are arguing for Achiever, and you must base your argument around the word Trouble. That's right. Uh, your time begins now. Now, you see, the thing that is really wonderful about achievers is the things that they achieve. And what do they achieve? Trouble. <laughs> no, I mean, they fix trouble. Right here in River City? <laughs> they, they, they approach trouble, and that's kind of their focus, is, is like a problem, you know, some, some sort of trouble. And they're like, what can I achieve? How can I overcome this trouble? And um, that is why is it is, you see can't you see <laughs> don't you understand <laughs> don't you get it can't you see I don't want you no more <laughs> I yield the rest of my time I appreciate your candor uh, Ben once again your ability to work in the word on your card uh, I I find to be uh, refreshing and uh, candorous <laughs> and uh, Dave um. I don't know why I'm laughing. While I find the more cynical parts of myself agreeing that uh, achievers who would self-identify as such are quite disagreeable, um, hmm, I think I have to flip a coin. I don't think I can re reach a decision on this one. Uh, ben, heads oh, or tails? Just choose mine. Tails. Dave gets the point. Suck it. <laughs> hey, that's not candor. Point goes to Ben. All right. Bad sports. Bad debatesmanship. <laughs> Eat shit, Dave. <laughs> oh, chair gets the point. <laughs> I have one point. <laughs> We're in a three-way tie, despite there only being two participants. Gentlemen. Meh. Your next word is protest. Ben, it is your turn to choose for or against. <clears throat> uh... Hmm. You look disagreeable. Are you having trouble? Against. Against. All right. Ben, you are arguing against protest. Uh-huh. Your time begins now. I see what you did just now. That was actually pretty good. The word that I've chosen is committee. And the reason that you don't need a protest is because you can just use committee. If there's a decision to be made, if there's, I don't know, like 
horrible, horrible oppression against human rights in Hong Kong? Why are you trying to solve that with a protest? Sure, it seems like a good idea on paper, but if you had a committee, you could do it without all the yelling and tear gas. I see, I see. How much time do I have left? Uh, you have 20 seconds. I am the very model of a modern major general. I don't know any more of the words, and so I am done now. Would you like to yield the rest of your time? <laughs> How much time do I have left? Five seconds. Um, um, yes. Yes, I think I want to yield the rest of my time. The gentleman has run out of time. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> Why is that still funny? <laughs> The chair recognizes Dave. Dave, you are arguing for the idea of protest. What's your card? My card is slam. Slam. You will be arguing for the idea of protest. Your argument will be based around the word slam. This is going to be amazing. Dave, your time begins now. Protests are absolutely necessary for the regular person to get out and just slam on those politicians. (laughs) They deserve it. Look at them making all that money. You got to go out there and you got to slam them. You got to show them what's what. You, hey, protesters, you might be out there. Might, things might be getting a little rowdy with the police. You're probably going to get a slam. That's not so bad. Try not to be, you know, violent. But if you have to fight back, give them a good slam. If you want to. Um, maybe some, like, slam poetry. Do that as part of your protest. Or, uh, um... Just bring out a bunch of slamwiches for people, and they can eat those. I see. Yep. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. Go out there, fight for your rights. Okay. Is that all? Body slam. <laughs> <laughs> I yield the, my The time. gentleman has run out of time. Thank you for your candor. Stop it. Uh, ben. Uh-huh. I like that in order to argue against protest, which is an abominable thing to do, uh, you have chosen instead to rebrand protest as a committee. This is our marching complaint committee. This is not a protest. This is a committee. I like this. I like this very much. Very candorous of you. (laughs) Dave. Thank you, Chair. Yes. I agree very much that the best way to slam uh, the problems that we have is to protest. Uh, I think it's one of the only options we have left available for some of the more egregious wrongs in the world. Um, And we need to be slamming those wrongs. So I'm going to have to give this point to Dave. Wait. It's very kind of you. You just, you side with him because you agree with the topic itself and not the argument? The chair is biased. Oh, right. I forgot. No, I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah. I ain't no angel, baby. Uh, All right. Dave, it is your turn, I believe, to choose for or against. Your topic is writer. Writer? Writer. One who writes. Are we going to go down this whole list? Yeah, 10. Okay. Are we we recording two episodes tonight? (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, because... I mean, we we could just kind of... five might be enough. We could tag this on the end. Yeah. We could do five if you want, in which case this is... This would be five. The final round. The final round. I just... Okay. I, I know that we're already running long and... Yeah. No, I understand. I'm intimidated by that I, much. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it Writers. so funny? Um, Dave, are you... Would you like to go for or against? 
I'm going to... I'm going to be four. Four. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your card? My card is language. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> this is this is why we do the like each turn switches on who gets to pick so that you, you don't you can, have a leg to stand <laughs> on. Try to build that home field advantage. All right, Dave, you are arguing for the idea of writer, mm-hmm. and you must base your argument around the word language. Absolutely. This. Yep. Uh, your time begins now. Okay. So. Um... Writers are absolutely important because they uh, utilize different language in order to help communicate their ideas to other people. Um, this can be done in many multiple different kinds of languages, um, like uh, instruction books and things like that that come with different products so that you know how to use them. Um, also in terms of like uh, warning signs, traffic signs, things like that. If we didn't have language and a writer, then we would, you know, wouldn't know to stop at a four-way stop. I yield my time. I appreciate your candor. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep, like, every time, I just, I don't want to laugh at it. Because it's so played out now. <laughs> but it's looped back around to funny in my mind. And it just, I'm disappointed in my mind. That's usually where I house my disappointment, too. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Ben, you are arguing against the idea of writer. What is your card? Temporary. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ben, you are arguing against the word writer. Your idea to base your argument around is temporary. Your time begins now. Now, one of the first things that I noticed about books is how flammable they are. They are temporary. Eventually, all writing is temporary. Stone tablets, they don't last forever, baby. Yeah, they're not set in stone. Yeah. And paper, much more temporary. The chair awards you two extra seconds. Five now. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. You don't have to do that. I mean... Well, now it doesn't matter. I appreciate your candor. (laughs) (laughs) I'll accept that extra time. Thank you. Um, Yeah, and so I feel like it's just kind of pointless to even be a writer when everything that you write is temporary. Eventually it's just gonna be gone. It'll be like you never did it at all. Especially when when book burning fascist movements get their hands on your books or your stone tablets, which I'm sure they have jackhammers for. I yield the rest of my time. The gentleman's time has elapsed. I thank you for your candor. Uh, the chair will now go into deliberations for the final round. Um, Dave, you have argued that writers use language, and this is why good. Yep. I see. In the way that bicyclists use bicycle, and this is why good. Yes. Okay. Ben, Mm -hmm. you have argued that writing is temporary and therefore bad. Uh, I never said it was bad. Well, you're arguing against, so the, the premise is that this thing is bad. I object to your use of bad. Well, I don't appreciate your candor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is a toughie. This is a real toughie. On the one hand, both arguments are fucking nonsense. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) On the other hand, I have to choose a winner or what are we even doing here? Yeah, that's true. 
Can I make <sighs> a suggestion? Uh, the chair recognizes the gentleman with the suggestion. Pick that one. Mine. Oh, I, I see. I see. Uh, I will. You will? Oh, perfect. All right. Attempt. I think I win then. I will attempt to render my decision based oh, around shit. the idea of swim. <laughs> okay. Dave, you chose writer and language. You chose to swim with the current, taking the path of least resistance and trying to find a sort of Occam's razor simplicity in your answer. Ben, you, you're treading water out there, buddy. You're barely swimming at all. You're just like, why even do it if it's not forever? Write on diamonds then, Ben. Have you thought about writing on diamonds? I drew a little guy waving. Would you like to solve? <laughs> ben has presented a card that says solve. I think he'd like to solve. I would like to solve for the win. Okay. What? At solve what? The, the Do the solve. <laughs> ben and Jerry Garcia. It's Ben and Jerry Garcia! Yes! That's one point for Ben, one point for Dave, another point for each of them from earlier, and one point from the middle of the thing for me. <laughs> A two-way tie between you guys, and I lose! <laughs> Looks like I'm taking the elevator down to hell for losing. That's what happens. I'll see you guys when you finally die. Thanks for coming, everybody. Hot damn. Well, th that, yes. Yeah, it is, a, <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. a hot damn for sure. So. Well, folks, I hate to disappoint, but uh, we've got a long one. We did a long weirdy. <laughs> God, damn it. Every it time. was a long weirdy. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us again. This is a long one to make up for the short one last week, and also because I really wanted to shoehorn in a segment idea before I forgot how it worked. Um, <laughs> that picked up, didn't it? You just heard me empty my trash can on the desktop. Is that what that sound was? Yeah. It sounded like you just crumpled up a bag of chips in your pocket. Yeah, that's what it does when you throw the trash away. It's huh. crumpling paper. Well. You were saying something. I... No, I was just apologizing to the listeners for not putting up something last week and right. basking in their praise for putting up a weird longie this week. <laughs> right, right. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, I'm just kind of like, I'm throwing little, little things in here and there to kind of lengthen it out. A little right. Bit. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're vamping for time for yeah. some reason. Yeah. 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 Who's that vamping? It's me, Dracula, in the episode. Okay, bye. That was brief. That was brief. Oh. Time for parting yeah, thoughts. I think it is time for parting I thoughts. Think so. Sometimes you generate a list of ten words and you only use six of them. Sometimes you look over those words and you look at one of them and it's snail. So my parting thought will be based around snail. What is snail? Slug but shell. You know. Gastropod. Slimy boy. Doesn't like the salt. That's him, snail. Don't be the snail in your in your uh, in your office, you know. Be the salt. <laughs> Love you, and good night. If you were to carpet, I'm gonna let you finish. But Chris, <laughs> oh shit, Chris bleep out. Just had the best parting thought of all time. 
best parting thought of all time. Can I go now? Yeah, had you guys not seen that? No, I've seen it. I've okay. seen it. Yeah. Fucking old man. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> well, now I'm all self-conscious. <laughs> if you were to carpet the state of Indiana, how long would it take to vacuum? Oh. Hmm. Even the rivers and stuff? Yep, everything. Ooh. Just one vacuum? Yep. Too long. Is the carpet... Like, I'm concerned about the cord. I'm going to plug in somewhere in South Bend and then try to, like, vacuum out radially from there, and I'm just going to run out of cable probably around Marion County. Daily Bugle headline. Indiana carpet experiment failure. (laughs) (laughs) Why did we do this, screams Governor. Oh, God, oh, God. (laughs) Entire state off on fire after man drops cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) Populous polled. Fuck, 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 general consensus. Yep. Well, at any rate, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, This has been Fixers Incorporated. I'd like to get off. We appreciate your candor, and we yield the rest of our time. thought now oh i thought you yours was the yelling it was okay it was but i have another one um <laughs> yeah do you do no, you really no i don't let's stop okay <laughs> this has gone on for too long <laughs> <laughs> well, fixers incorporated <laughs> this has gone on for far too long <laughs> hey man save it for 66 right <laughs>